Hi, Kate. Hi. What's up? <laughs> Nothing much. How are you? I'm Dandy. How are you? Great. Welcome to Please Don't Make Me Watch This. It's a podcast where we're awkwardly cordial. <laughs> Kate and I have spent the entire day together and we just looked at each other like we had never met. <laughs> well, the first intro we did, I screamed a little, so Claire didn't like that, so I was trying to keep it cool. <laughs> trying to keep it cool. Fun, flirty, well, casual. Welcome, I guess, to our podcast. What do we do here, Claire? We watch Secret Life. It's a joy. <laughs> it's a, a it's a terrible joy. I love it very much. It's a responsibility that we take very seriously. Kate, this is our first real episode in July. Hooray! So I got some monthly, monthly occurrences for you. We're excited. And man, we started and i started laughing when i looked at them so july must be a humdinger i'm excited to to see there are two that already happened when you have heard this but that's fine you can still celebrate in retrospect yes um so july 2nd is i forgot day (laughs) i really i celebrate that every day i have a terrible memory i I forgot i have a terrible like I don't remember a lot of things from, like, my childhood. <laughs> Something happened out. to me. Something dark. <laughs> um, July 3rd is Eat Beans Day. In preparation for the 4th of July, I think? I don't know. I feel like I would typically eat beans on the 4th of July, so why before? I don't think I did this year, so that's I don't upsetting. think I did either. <gasps> I love baked beans. Oh, my Let gosh. Me just tell my you. grandma makes baked beans, and they're basically candy. There's so much sugar in them. I love that. They're so Good. I want to eat <laughs> every those. wedding that anybody in the family has. Like they're like, um, Grandma, will you make me baked beans for my wedding? <laughs> wow, that is on brand for me. Yeah, it's so good. We had baked beans at our wedding. You did. They were good. That's all. City Oops. Barbecue. Shout Not a sponsor. I wish. Uh, sponsor so us. <laughs> July eleventh is Cheer Up the Lonely Day. <laughs> Oh, that's that's so condescending. Oh, just cheer just, up, Charlie. <laughs> just go around cheering people up, assuming that they're lonely. You look so sad and lonely. Do you think if you asked someone if they were lonely, they would be honest and say yes? I would not like, know how to respond no, to that. Like, you're sitting me. on the bus and they're like, are you lonely? It's like, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I love not being near you. So please go away. <laughs> um, July 15th is Be a Dork Day. Every day, baby. Every day we celebrate that. It's similar to uh, Hike with a Geek Day. Hike with a Geek, except there's less of a mission. Yeah. You're just happy that you're a dork. (laughs) Happy with your life. It's too hot out for the dorks. We're not going to take them hiking. We'll just celebrate that they're here. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, And then the real real humdinger of the month is July 27th, which is Take Your House Plants for a Walk Day. (laughs) That would take me a very long time. Do you like load them all up at once? You get a baby Bjorn and just <laughs> have it strapped Stick to it your back. <laughs> You're like, come on, my little also, aloe vera. Why? I mean, for sunlight. I mean, if you take your house plants outside, then your bugs are going to get in there, and then you'll have and bugs also, in your house. I would imagine you're doing it for sunlight, but if you're only taking them for a walk once a year, they're not going to get they're much. They're going to die. <laughs> They're in a dark closet for the rest of the year, and they're like, it's your day! <laughs> God. So, thank you for those monthly occurrences. This is thank a, you. We got some real good ones that I everyone, think we can all take to heart and celebrate this I hope month. everyone celebrates July accordingly. Also, I just realized that I spelled July wrong for one of them. How did and you I wrote do that? J-U-L-L-Y. <laughs> I think it's because it was July 11th, and so I was oh. like... In the middle of July, I also tried to write 11. That's, so. cute. That's cute. That's cute. Thank you. Um, so it's my week for the 30 second recap. Ooh. I How do you feel about it? Feel fine. So this is episode 14. Yes. It's called The Father and the Son. It's very. And the Holy Ghost. Amen. That's it. What if this all of a sudden became like a horror movie? Like I would love that. I think that would be a very fun departure. All of a sudden, there's zombies. It reminds me of episodes of TV shows where they have, like, themed episodes. Like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer had, like, a musical episode. And so did Grey's Anatomy. See? There was a a time where every TV show had a musical episode. I think they like, should. We should go back to that. I, that was. It was the best time of my life. It's been downhill. <laughs> that since was my then. peak. <laughs> the Grey's Anatomy musical episode is 
so quality. <laughs> it's so... I, the whole it? premise is that one of the doctors is in a car accident and she hallucinates oh everyone singing. And, and they're all singing while they're operating on her. But you can't... They have surgical masks on, so you can't even tell who's supposed to oh be singing. Oh my gosh, that's so dumb. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Uh, do you want to time me? Oh, ye. <laughs> I sure would. I would be delighted. I would love nothing more. Honored, delighted, all that good stuff. Not an hour. Oh, please give me an hour. I'm just going to read. We'll recreate the episode word for word. Let's just read the script. Are you ready, Claire? I suppose. On your mark. Get set. Recap. So Reverend Stone comes to the Jergenses and tries to help them. They rudely shut the door on him. Then uh, Bob, a.k.a. Ricky's dad, shows up and he (gasps) wants to sell the baby for money. Um, Also, Ashley wants to get a job. Um, Jack and Tom crash Grace's date and so does Bob also. So everybody's a date crasher. Uh, Amy wants to have the baby adopted kind of a little bit. Um, Ruben is trying to get Bob back in prison, but it's not going well. Uh, Anne's looking for a job. Time. So much went on here. A lot of things. Good job. That was good recap. Thank you. I just read things off of like (laughs) my cheating. (laughs) I kind of cheated, but not really. Cheater. It's fine. It's okay. It's fine. I forgive you. Uh, Kate, take take it away. Take it away. (laughs) So my note, let's just read it straight off my bullet point. Right out the gate. George and Anne are fighting. (laughs) So we open on George and Anne fighting. And they get to money like they always do. They're fighting about who is allowed to answer the door. Yeah. I was like, okay. They're having like weird household like skirmishes. Is that the word? Skirmish. Skirmishes. Squirmish. Squirmish. (laughs) Um, And then they get to the fact that they're broke, supposedly. And Anne's like, I know you have the money hidden. And he's like, no. Watch money. Watch money. Um, And the doorbell is ringing. So they're like, you answer the door. No, I'm going to answer the door. She's like, you're not allowed to answer the door. You don't live here. It's my house. And he's like, I'm in the garage. (laughs) So who appears but Reverend Stone, which is Jack's stepdad. Stepdad, yes. I feel like I've seen him in stuff. He was on Even Stevens. That's where I've seen him. He's the dad. Yes. Okay. I was like, you remind me of something from childhood, but I can't put my finger on it. Even Stevens, which was an excellent show. It was. If anyone out there hasn't watched it. Ray Romano was on that show. Remember? Yes. And then and she was in Cadet Kelly, the best movie ever created. And also holes. Shia LaBeouf. Yes. And yeah. Shia, La- Shia LaBeouf was in Holes. holes. Full circle. We Welcome are, back to our Holes podcast. We will always get back to Holes. <laughs> we can make anything into Holes. Six <laughs> degrees from Holes. Yes. <laughs> um, Lovely. So Reverend Stone is, appears, introduces himself, and Ashley, George, and Anne are all by the door. He assumes that Ashley is Amy. And he's like, how are you doing, Amy? And she says, I'm fine, except that I'm pregnant with the devil's baby and I'm in love with Ben. And I was oh, like, Ashley, it's a little on the nose, hun. It's not your best singer. <laughs> it, w- it was a good job. She tried her best. Um, so, and George thought that was funny, at least. So, whatever. So there, he's like, I just want to, you know, introduce myself and let you know that I can let you know I'd like to help in any way I can. Yes. And they're like, okay, bye. (laughs) They literally are so rude to him. They're like, thanks. Bye. He's kind of trying to position himself to come in and they're just like, no, no. And so then they take his card. Um, I think Anne takes the card. Yeah. Anne has his card and George is like, bye. And so then we go back inside and he leaves, except Ashley has gone to the garage and dramatically <laughs> opens the garage door. It's so ominous. And you it's just see so Ashley's like silhouette and you're just like slowly what? appearing. And then she says, I want a word with you. And I was like, what the heck? Ashley is wrong with you. Yeah. Um, she also offers him a beer. He's yeah. Like, no he comes thanks. into the, the, his, her boudoir, the garage. And like, do you want a beer? And he's like, I don't drink anymore. <laughs> so we learned some things. They talk about Monty Python together, which was weird. Yeah. And I've watched the show before and I have never understood it. And I still didn't understand it this time. Life of and Brian. I, yes. Because I've never seen that movie. Daniel literally had to explain what they were even talking about. So I was like, <laughs> why did they think teens would understand yeah, this? It's like not, re- it wasn't relevant then at all. No. Unless it was just weird. It was like they were 
kind of bonding maybe but not. somebody in that show in secret life was in life of brian and they're like trying to make like a funny reference i bet not but it's not that <laughs> funny yeah it wasn't and they didn't do it in a funny way yeah. or anything like that but um so then we find out the reason why he really showed up was because ashley's kind of like calling him on his bullshit and he's like haha clever girl this whole conversation <laughs> it's and weird it's a lot um so he actually came by about the fake wedding um Yes, Ashley says, I met your son, Jack, at my sister's fake wedding. I was like, that's where I've met everyone, at my sister's, my sister's fake, fake wedding. wedding. Um, so she also accused, Ashley's just sure in this, stir, Ashley is stirring the shit. <laughs> She's stirring the shit. Because um, she then accuses Stone of making Jack ask out Grace to yes. keep her dad at the church. She's like, I heard this. And he's like, clever girl. I did do that under that pretense. But really, I don't know why. I can't even remember. I think she. he's just he like, just oh, thought, well, Jack likes Grace anyway. Yeah. So I just thought, like, why not? Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. Um, and then we learn more about the stone jack family dynamic (laughs) jack's last name is is also jack (laughs) the jack jack family no jack's last name is pappas i would assume that was his father's last name but pappas now he's in the stone family so um jack's dad is dead and he reveals that he met Jack's mom in grief counseling. And Ashley's like, oh, gasp. She's like, you were counseling her over her dead husband and you picked her up? Yeah. And I was like, but that is kind of a weird thing to do. And he's like, no, I was also in grief counseling because he had a son who had passed away. Yes. And then when his son passed away, I don't know if he was doing drugs before his son passed away or after, but Reverend Stone or Pastor Stone, whatever he is, um was addicted to drugs got a divorce from his wife and then he watched life of brian and he turned his life turned his life around went to grief counseling and shacked up with jack's mom (laughs) yes um so yeah we're just having a lot of weird exposition between ashley and reverend stone which is not a pair i thought we'd see on screen together (laughs) no but that's fine you know god works in mysterious ways so Ash Ashley's like, well, you said you wanted to help. So this is what I want you to do. He's like, I'd love to help. What is it? Because he's like weirdly friendly. Yes. He's like a little leprechaun. He's like, how can I help? <laughs> and he just appeared. So yeah, he might be true. a leprechaun. I knew it. Um, she wants him to try to prevent Anne and George from getting divorced. Yes. And he's like, well, they don't seem happy together. She's like, I don't care. I don't care. Don't, don't let them get divorced. <laughs> Um, then we also see that there's a mystery man in front of the Jurgens house. In a bright green car. And he, um, is on the phone and is calling the Bowman's house. Yes. Asking for Ricky. How he Who got the Who could Bowman's, it be? How he got the Bowman's number? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's... How he got a car? I'm not sure. Anyway. Yeah. It's not revealed who it is yet, but... Yeah, he's whatever. a mystery. Um, so he's trying to find Ricky. And Tom answers the phone and is like, well, he's not here. And blah, blah, blah. And they went to the batting cages. Tells them, tells them exactly where they are. And then he, he hangs up the phone and he's like, I Uh-oh. made a whoopsie. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, he realized it pretty quick that he kind of messed that up. Cause he, yes. And, but we'll come back to that later because we're back at the Jerkins. Um, Amy comes into the garage. Guess what she's doing? Complaining. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Always. So she's complaining about how all the money talk. She just got done babysitting. Um, She made $20. Made 20 bucks. Big money. Um, And she has basically no idea how much a baby will cost because Ashley asks her, like, how much do you think this is going to cost? She's like, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars. And Ashley's like, I overheard mom and dad talking and it could be up to $100,000 if there's complications. I have a question. Yes. Do they have health insurance? I was thinking the same thing. Probably... Probably not if he just o- owns a local business, right? Would he? He'd have to have know. his own. Yeah, they probably have some. So it's probably not very good. It's, yeah, it's probably not very good unless they're paying a lot, which I don't think they would. But and she doesn't like work. the girls go for checkups are supposed to every year. Yeah, so somebody has to pay for that, and that's where all their money is. <laughs> they spend all their money on checkups, <laughs> going to Doctor Hightower. Um. No, I was thinking about insurance during this as well, which I think means that we are... We're adults. We are too old for this show now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, even if, like, 
it was just about some teenagers and then like Anne accidentally got pregnant. It's like, do you guys have health? Who's paying for the bank? Who's paying for this? Like, I don't know if there's some kind of like furniture store owners union. (laughs) Or if he's owns the, or if it's like a A chain. A chain. Yeah. I don't know. know. It's hard out there for a baller. (laughs) Sure is. (laughs) Furniture baller. Furniture baller. Um, so Amy said that her doctor said the baby is fine. So she doesn't think there will be complications like that. She's like, everything's going to be fine. Maybe I'll start a business. And Ashley's like, what? what? <laughs> like, uh, have Ashley's the only person in that family who thinks like logically, logically or like practically. She's like, you need money to start a business. She's like, oh, oh. And she's like, what would you even do? She's, she's like, like, I don't, I don't know. know. Um, something. Play my French horn. <laughs> I mean, she... Could probably get some French horn gigs. She could teach lessons to kids. Yeah. Or like, there's options. And she's babysitting, which is good. Yes. I'm glad she's, you know, doing something. Like, there's yes. ways she, to make money. She also says she's good. She's looking for a job with insurance. I was like, what part-time job? For 15-year-old? Yeah. What part-time job has insurance for a part-time 15-year-old? I got insurance for the first time this year. Yeah. And I am... 23. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I got insurance, I think when I was 23. Yeah. Like my own insurance, not my dad's. And so I'm like, what job is going to give you health insurance that you don't have to pay like part-time, yeah. an arm and a leg for your whole pay- paycheck? Yeah. Um. So yeah, things are wild. Ashley's basically calling her on her BS about like, hey, babies take more thought and planning than what you're doing. Well, yeah. And then Amy's like, well, just wait. I'm going to call Ben while you're sitting on the couch with me. And that's kind of rude, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> what if I was like, we were all, you, me, and Daniel, we're sitting here in the podcast room, like, mid-podcast, and I'm like, I'm going to call someone. Just <laughs> while we're mid-conversation. I kind of did that to my friend the other day. I was at my friend Steven's house, and I saw that I had missed a call from my mom. And I was like, oh, like I went to look at it. And then I pressed it and it called her. And I was like, like, well, and so we were about to leave the house. And I was like, uh, just a minute. I'm calling my mom <laughs> just for fun. And he was like, uh, OK. And I was okay. like, I didn't plan it. <laughs> just happened. It was a surprise for me as well. <laughs> um, shouts out. <laughs> so actually, Steven started listening. Hi, Steven. Hi, Steven. For listening. I don't know you, but you'll hello. probably get here in a couple months. So um, how's the weather down there? <laughs> <laughs> God. stupid okay um so she calls ben and asks about the idea of having ricky get a job to help which is the, the logical progression of how it should work because especially since he says he wants to be involved yeah ricky's like i want to be involved i want to see the baby then great pay, pay for the baby yeah you gotta rent this baby <laughs> rent a center so ben wants to handle it without ricky at all and, and Amy's like, okay, bye. Like, cool Fine. combo, guys. Um, Ashley's like, well, I'll get a job and I'll help too. And I'm like, that's so sweet. I know. Like, I'm like, you don't have to get a job. This is not your fault, you, Ashley. This had nothing to do with you. I'm like, and Amy, also, Amy does tell her, like, she's like, no, like, this isn't your. Can Ashley even get a job? She's, she's only 13. 13. Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, I just don't think what. I like I don't know why Amy like takes Ben's word on everything. Like he's like, "No, it's fine." And she's like, "Okay, I guess it's fine." It's like, "No, it's your baby. It's yeah. not Ben's baby." She's having a hard time standing up to They have a hard time standing up to each other because yeah. the wedding was like the opposite of this where Amy was like, "We're getting married." No. And, and, and Ben was and like, ben was like, "Okay. I'm fine. If you really want to, I guess that's fine." Yeah. <laughs> and now Ben's like, I don't want Ricky to be involved. And she's like, okay. Okay. Like, Ben can't legally stop Ricky from being he ain't involved. Got, he ain't got a horse in this race. He put his tongue in Amy's mouth once and thinks he owns her. <laughs> I can't. And they got fake married. And yes. That doesn't count. So, um, Ashley offers to get a job, which is very sweet. Um, and then they realize there's a guy outside watching them. It's Green Car Man. Green Car Man. So he comes up and he's like, hey, kids. Hello, fellow Hello, kids. Hello, fellow teens. He introduces himself as Ricky's dad, Bob Underwood. New character alert. New character alert. Creepy dude alert. Creepy like, dude alert. I feel like we haven't had a new character in no, I don't think a so. While. It's some, someone so pivotal. Yes. Um, like we met Tammy, who we love dearly, but she's... 
Yeah. You know, not stir in the pot. Elbert. And Elbert, who the I, most important I'm sure he's going to come back and have an affair with every person in this show. It's going to be very dramatic. That's your newest prediction? Yes. My next prediction. Write that down. Um, somebody, quick. <laughs> um, so he introduces himself. He seems like a slime ball. And Amy goes, da-da, da-da, don't move. Just shuts the garage and door. Takes takes the remote for the garage door and it slowly closes with like, them just okay. standing there. So funny. I was like, wow, baller move, Amy. It's I like, guess. Wow, he definitely can't run under there. <laughs> he can't at all if he wanted to. So um then we cut and we are back with Tom at their house because i don't remember their last name bowman bowman okay it's episode 14 yeah hey i got all their first names down pat i'm proud of you um bowman just doesn't seem to fit for some reason i don't know why no so tom is calling jack for a emergency ride and learns that the emergency is that he needs a ride (laughs) he's like what's the emergency I need a ride. <laughs> He's like, are you fucking kidding me, man? Jack has been looking really good lately. Jack though. has been... His hair looks so good. I'm like, oh, you're a cute boy. He got his hair cut from like the gross like boy band uh-huh. hair. He's been stepping it up and he, wearing better clothes. <laughs> hasn't been wearing his Letterman jacket hasn't for been every as, And he hasn't been as much of... Maybe his D-bagness was in his hair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, He's stepping his pussy up. That's for sure. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> you can oh, get that. Oh, no. <laughs> they say that in RuPaul. And it makes me laugh so much. Because um, they say it so serious. They'll be like, girl, you got to step your pussy up. And they're like, yeah, I do. And you're like, I can't take that that's seriously. The most, that's the least serious phrase you could ever say. All right, back to the show. <laughs> so um, Tom explains to Jack that he made a mistake and answered the phone even though his parents aren't home. Um, he has a feeling that the man who was calling was a bad man. He's like, why do you think he's a bad man? He's like, I just know it. And he's like, well, and I told them where Grace and Ricky are and they could be in danger. So I want us and they won't answer their phone. So we got to go. And Jack's like, uh, he's like, no, I don't want to do that. Well, he's like, we already, I already kind of crashed the wedding. And he's like, I don't want to look like a stalker. I'm over Grace. He does bring up. I think it, this is when he brings up that uh, he was invited and Ricky wasn't. Yes, actually. He was like, I already crashed their date to the wedding, even though I was invited and Ricky wasn't. I was and like, Ricky Jack just gets went. my frustration with the wedding faux pas that of- occurred. <laughs> Jack and I are on the same page. Jack has, a, he's like, I did it right. I was allowed I to be was there. invited. <laughs> it's like, okay. I respect it. Um, he's like, I don't want to look like a stalker. I'm over her. Like, I, it's fine that they're dating. Whatever. And and Tom's like, too bad. Let's go. <laughs> like I he, love Tom. He's very, like, man on a mission. And I'm like, I love him. He's worried. He knows no, he messed yeah. up. yeah. He's like, so, mm, baby. Um. Especially because they won't answer their phones. Yeah, he's nervous. It's and I like, would be, too. Yeah. Like, if a creepy man called and I accidentally told them where my, like, sibling was and, like, I'd be You're weirded like, out. Crap. <laughs> oh, swoops. <laughs> yes. Um, but he should have thought about that on the phone. Tom. Tom. <laughs> God. <laughs> so then we are back at the Jurgens, and Bob has went to the front door to introduce himself to Anne and George. Um, and he's just talking smack about Ricky. He really is. He's like, Ricky's he's not like, going to step up for this baby. He's yeah. a liar. My son's a shithead and um, he won't help even if he says he helps. And... Bob says that he will help financially with the baby. Like, and George cool. is like, got dollar signs in his eyes. He's, he's like, doing Because <laughs> he knows how his insurance is. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I heard we don't have insurance. <laughs> I, re- I just realized. Um, so he doesn't have a card, but he has scribbled down his number on a piece of paper. Um, also, he's, he claims that Ricky is so much a liar that he lied and that's what got him in foster care and like that's yeah. why he's because they were like well if you're such a good dad like why is Ricky why? foster care and he's like well he made up he didn't want to listen to me and i laid down the law and he made up a bunch of stuff to get away and i'm like people kids don't do that no like especially it seemed like it happened a while ago yes i think ricky was younger because i think he was in elementary school well he because he's and we find out later that 
Bob has been in prison. Yes. So, like, it, he's been there probably for at least a couple years like, for what he... even if you hate your parents, you don't make up lies that get you separated from your you parents. You don't... And like, you don't that's do the... that's not what kids do. The follow-through that that requires. Right. Especially as a little kid. Like, mm-hmm. possibly as an older, like, almost an adult like Ricky, but, like, I'm pretty sure he's in elementary school, and kids don't lie like that when they're in elementary school. No. And if they do, you can... You can tell. tell. It, they lie about sillier things like they'll be like my mom like i don't know she turns into a spider at night and i hate that about her (laughs) so i decided to call the police hello police my mom's a spider woman um yeah so that really it got me going because i was and i think they're very um i I think george is just like moody and Anne's like seems suspicious well george already just wants to hate ricky and so i think he's like oh that's true well this is an adult who says ricky's a shit so i'm gonna believe him yeah and it's easier to believe someone who's like you and he's like that guy's a middle-aged dad like me so i'm gonna believe i believe him and amy come so bob leaves amy comes up and she's like he's a liar not ricky um and we cut away dramatically yes and we're back at the, the baseball cage or whatever. The you, batting cage. The baseball cage. The cage where you play baseball. You hide all your baseballs in a cage so they can't escape. So this scene is frustrating because Ricky is trying to teach Grace how to play baseball and she's just screaming a lot. Yeah. The ball moves towards her and she goes, ah! Just ah! over and over again. And I'm like, we get it. <laughs> like, friend, he put it on the slowest pitch possible. Yeah. And also... It's not that hard. To have just you ever been to a batting cage? I have. I played softball, um, pretty much, gr- like from pre, like from kindergarten or whatever. Whenever you start t-ball to high school, it doesn't seem like a fun date. No, not a fun date. I would or think even just a fun time. No, it. I would go for practice. Yeah, like I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna, you know, bat. <laughs> it's not really like a yeah. fun thing. I mean, it's kind of fun in that it's, like, physical exercise, but I think you, for a date, you'd rather go to, like, putt-putt or yeah. golf cart. Golf, golf, golf carts. <laughs> I meant mini golf. Golf <laughs> carts. My ideal date is golf carts. <laughs> Let's drive to the convenience store and get a slushie on our on golf, my cart. golf cart. Wild. Wild and wacky. So... They're, he, like, is getting her started. The balls are going. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he leaves the cage and calls Adrian on the oh, phone. While he's on, on a, a date, date with, with Grace. Grace. He is such a slime bag. Ricky. I can't. I'm. Uh, Ricky goes through some things in this, this coming episode. Yes. And I'm like, I hope you realize how slimy you can be, Ricky, because you got to stop. Yeah. Um, so he calls Adrian to RSVP for Bone City that night. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, he's like, I'll have one a one way ticket to Bone Tone. Bone Tone. <laughs> it was gonna be so good. <laughs> and then Bone Tone. Bone Tone. I don't even want to redo it. Nope. That's it. This is it. You know what? Start paying us for this podcast, and then <laughs> I'll get it right. <laughs> <laughs> this is free. <laughs> So we can be garbage, right? <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to be aggressive with our listeners, but Mama doesn't know how to say town. <laughs> You're Mama. I'm Mama Who am and I? I'm Baby. You're also Mama and Baby. Okay. We take turns. <laughs> this is getting weird. <laughs> Claire and I have been together all day. It's hot and it's the end of the day. So listen, we're doing I screamed in a Marshalls that I was baby. (laughs) I didn't really, but I thought about it. It was like a yelp. (laughs) I'm baby. Who's baby? Me. Um, So he calls Adrian to RSVP. (laughs) Um, And then Jack and Tom appear. Surprise. They're like, hey. And Grace is. P.O.'d. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we know. So we're back with the Jergens. Also, wait, I have a note. Oh, I love um, it. So when Ricky calls Adrian, he's like, she's like, are you coming over? And they have their whole conversation. And then she goes, great. I'll see you later. Bring me some food. I respect it so Very much. She's relatable. like, you may, you may be like, the I may worst. be your other woman, but like, but you're going to do a could couple things Could you bring me, me some nugs? Thanks. Thank you. Um, I respect the game. 
So um, we get back to the Jurgens, and Amy it has told Anne and George the whole thing with Ricky and his dad. Yes. Um, do we know at this point what exactly happened with Ricky and his dad? No. We know that there was some abuse. Yes. We we only ever know, as far as I can remember, that it was sexual abuse. Well, at this point, did we know it was sexual? Yes. Or did we still think it was just hitting? No, we know it's sexual okay. because he told Lauren and oh, okay. Lauren told Amy. And yes. she had said she wasn't going to tell anybody. And but so she, she didn't. Yeah, she didn't tell anybody until, like, she no. was like, I, she felt the need to yes. so that they would and trust Ricky. And I don't think Ricky. it's ever elaborated what exactly happened. He talks about it a little bit, but, but it's, it's not just like, like, yeah, no. And I think it would be gross if they went Yeah, this it. is an ABC family show. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we he, he tells her that the abuse, that it was like, it seemed like there was also physical abuse yes, with I the mom and Ricky. I think there was physical abuse Ricky. and probably some neglect because I think both of his parents were on hard drugs. Yes, I think they, they even they say they say that explicitly that his mom was always high and he the dad was high and ugh, it's really sad. It's really bad times. It's really sad. Um, Anne was like, I can't believe you didn't tell me this. Why don't you tell me anything? We're having an open relationship. <laughs> no, we don't. Gross. Uh, but yeah, Anne is like. Still kind of like, why don't my teen daughters want to be my best friend? It's like, Molly Ringwald. Listen. Listen. Um, George is like, well, he may be lying. Who knows? And Anne basically tells him, like, kids don't lie about that. Like, we just talked about. Kids don't lie about that. Like, why would a kid lie about that? That guy seems like a slime ball. (laughs) Anne suggests adoption, um, basically because she's like, do you want your baby to be tied up with that man? Exactly. And... I'm not sure if they they talk about it at this point, but I know eventually they insinuate that Ricky could do the same thing to their baby. Yes. Which is like, there's that's a big point in these upcoming episodes, and it's like really upsetting. And I, yes. Which I think is partially, I think Ricky really struggles with that too. Yes, because I think that Ricky is struggling with the fact that he's like, I don't want to do that, but what if like... It just happens just well, because that's all I ever knew. And he already has some slime ball tendencies. Exactly. Because <laughs> I think what? that this, the next couple episodes, episodes are real like turning points for Ricky because he's like, my dad is gross and I don't want to be like yeah, my dad. Well, I'm glad because, because he doesn't want to have the baby adopted because I think he wants to like make sure that the bait because he's like oh i think in his head he's like i don't want the baby going to strangers because i don't know what strangers are gonna do but i know what i'm gonna do and i think also ricky was in foster care so i think he thinks it's similar and he's like well i don't want to make my kid have to go into a new home right like i was put into a new home even though his new foster parents are like really good if he was in elementary school when he got into foster care he's probably been in a number of homes yeah and the one he's in now is great but we don't know where he was we don't know where he was before that because some of them can be not so great can i just say ricky's acting in these this episode episodes can't it was so really good good. like this like some of the acting in this show is like (laughs) hit or miss it's abc family let's just say that but ricky is really pulling out like the really heartfelt yes i I cried during one of them i I admit it cried during the show more than i have probably i'm an easy crier man you can make me cry at most things (laughs) (laughs) i was listening to one of those harry Potter harry Potter podcast (laughs) i was listening to one of the harry potter podcasts we both listened to and they just mentioned serious black and you started crying i was like man Life was tough for him, huh? And they, like, were talking about, like, his life and, like, how he, like, spoiler alert, he dies. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Everybody dies in Harry Potter. Are you kidding me? Every single person. All of them. The world ends at the end. Sorry, guys. You had to find out this way. But I was just thinking about it. I was, like, in my car driving to work. I'm like, shed one tear. He deserved better. Well, honestly, Sirius Black and Ricky have some, yeah, a lot of correlation a lot of similarities come from a, a bad family a family that they don't and they want to be different yeah they have dark hair <laughs> that's about it <laughs> okay those are their similarities the end so amy is upset about talking about the adoption option <laughs> adoption option that was What's clever your top option 
Um, Amy's upset, but she says, yeah, maybe that's a good idea. George is PO'd. He's like, I don't want my grand grandkid adopted. Um, Okay, well, it's not really your Literally nothing to do with you, but cool. We open on Adrian at her house, probably in her bathrobe. I don't remember. (laughs) Probably. Um, She's usually in her bathrobe. I respect the game. Um, And she opens the door expecting Ricky and nope, it's Ruben, her dad. Um, with his piercing blue eyes and he's in a suit. Ugh, he's what a, very beautiful. He's a beautiful boy. No wonder she's so cute. Like yeah. her, both of her parents are hot. Yeah. <laughs> like she kind of won the gene pool. Cause she's also very smart. I'm like, Adrian. Um, so Adrian's like, I'm mad at you. You got my friends in trouble with these IDs. She's like, I'm angry with you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Adrian is then she's asking about what her dad knows about Ricky. She's like, like, I know you found something. Did he do something? Did he get like arrested or something? Because you're acting weird about Ricky. Yes. And I want to know what you know. And he's like, he didn't do anything, but I can't really talk about it. Um, she's like, well, I already know that his parents were drug addicts and, um, Yada yada, like she talks and like that he, because I think she says something about like Ricky told me that he was abused. Yeah, like he hit him and he hit his mom. Um, and then we find out that his mom is on the streets on drugs and his dad was in jail, and he's and Ruben reveals that the dad is now on parole. Bob is on parole. Sounds like a movie. Bob is on Bob parole. Bob is on parole. <laughs> Coming to theaters in 2020. Some, like, it'd be like some dumb, like, Austin Powers kind of yes. movie. Of, like, one character. What's the what's the Christmas movie? Earl Saves Christmas. And there's a bunch of movies about Earl. Have you seen these? No. Have you, Daniel? Yeah, I've seen a couple. Daniel has. They're very dumb. I've seen <laughs> about six movies in my entire life. And Grey's Anatomy? 12 times. <laughs> listen. Listen. I didn't come here to be roasted. <laughs> If it's a roast you want, the roast you'll get. Um, so we find out, we know that Ricky sent him to prison. That whatever he did to Ricky got him sent to prison. Yes. Um, and Ruben is trying to talk to Adrian about it. And she's like, I want you to get him back in jail. Like, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't think you understand how DAs work. No, I don't think she understands <laughs> how anything, anything about, like, the prison system. She's like, Daddy, put him back, Daddy. I don't want him out. She, like, doesn't want to speak to Ruben, but then she's like, but also put my friend's dad in jail. Thank you. He um, also preaches to her for a good 30 seconds about, like, the effects of, like, children's parents being in prison, like, effects on children. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I came here for this. For a good time. These, these good fun facts about children yeah cool. he's he talks about how it's irresponsible for people to be in prison because they can't watch their kids and like all kinds kind of, of like he's just talking facts a lot about children and i'm like okay. okay thanks for the expo um and papa adrian says then he ends it out on that ricky doesn't care about adrian or anyone he's like or he anyone. doesn't care about you he doesn't care about anybody um Bye. because he knows that he's on a date with another girl and yeah he brings that up that ricky's on a date with another girl and that he's coming over over. to have sex with adrian and that he got another girl pregnant he's like he doesn't care about any of you and she's like he does care about me me. and she's like crying he's like he cares about me blah 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 i'm like adrian i don't know if he does adrian kind of needs that tough love from ruben like she needs the adrian needs ruben to pay for her to go therapy i think that would be a worthwhile investment (laughs) they all should go to therapy it's not gonna hurt (laughs) you no um especially with her like weird feelings about and learning, I mean, learning that your dad is who your dad, like, you don't know anything about your dad until yeah. you're, like, 16, and then you learn all this stuff, and he's all of a sudden a very big part of your life. That's a big old transition, homie. Especially when your mom's not really present. So, um, we are back at the batting cage, um, and... <laughs> the baseball cage. The baseball cage, and... Ricky's dad, Bob, appears. Hello, it's Bobby. Like right behind Grace. Yeah. And because she has taken, she's taking a break while Ricky hits some balls. 
And he's like, well, which one is your boyfriend? And she's just like, oh, um, well, my brother's over there. That's my ex-boyfriend. And then the one right there is my boyfriend, Ricky. And I think they're all going to be good friends with each other. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, no one literally asked you, Grace. <laughs> the, the Bowman children don't have boundaries with strangers. No. They're like, hey, stranger, want to hear my whole life story? Great. Let's, let's talk. Um, you want my address? <laughs> you want to be my friend? Want to live in my house? <laughs> so then um, Ricky sees him and has a meltdown. He's he like, comes out and tries to hit him with a bat. Yeah. He's like, you get away from her. You get away from me. Like, get out of here. Um, And then Bob is just like, he's scary. He's like, just like leering at him. He's just like, so creepily calm yeah. when people are like yelling at him. Yeah, he's just like has a shit and eating shit and grin. <laughs> a shit eating grin. Um and he's like, Well, I made I met Amy and um I don't think you're gonna be a very good dad. And like all this shit like <laughs> says a bunch of I'm like a mean cool. stuff. And doesn't Rick, even say hello. And it's Ricky's just like, like so angry, he's like shaking and crying and he's just like, Get out of here <laughs> Like it was like yeah. He's having a breakdown. Well, I mean, like, if my abusive father just showed up somewhere after I've, like, come to peace with him not being around and, like, just, I would be freaked out, too. Yeah. Um, so we're back with, we just keep cutting back and forth, basically. So we're back with Amy. She says, like, it's going to be trouble if she keeps the baby, but she loves the baby. And she's like, I can feel the baby kick and I love them. Yes. Um, Well, she's being a little bit more mature this episode of, like, she's kind of coming to the realization that, like, her situation is very complicated. She's like, maybe I shouldn't bring a baby into this nonsense and try and raise it. Maybe I should let two adults do it. Yeah. She talks about... um, she wants to think about the the options and not make a rash decision. And she's like, well, maybe the baby would be better off yeah, somewhere else. With Especially with, like, I'm not even with Ricky. We're 15. Yeah. Um, his dad is scary. <laughs> and Ben's like, no. Yeah. No. I want you to keep you the baby. You keep the baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel I just adopted two kittens and I feel like I put more thought into it than they ever have thought about this baby's. Yeah, I feel that. Final destination. <laughs> Final destination. Baby Colon baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is actually, I think Amy is like doing some good acting here. She's yeah. like, she can tell that she's like actually caring about the baby and like, she's like feeling it and stuff. Um... Yeah, Ben is fighting with her and Amy's like, I'm going to do what's best for the baby. Fuck you. She's also like, you should be supporting what I want to do. Yeah, that was super cool. I was like, thanks, Amy. That's good. No matter what Ben thinks, it's not Not his baby and it's not his decision. No. Like, if you want a baby, cool. Go get one. (laughs) (laughs) You're 15. This one's not yours. No, and you don't have any say. Like, it's your, you've been dating for a couple months. Like... However pregnant Amy is, that's how, how many, many months. And she's showing. So what do you think that is? I think is? she's like six months pregnant. So around there. Half a year you get a say in her baby. Like, screw you, dude. So we cut to Ricky and Adrian. And they're talking about their dads. Um, Ricky's talking about how his dad showed up at the batting cage. And Adrian's like, well, my dad can help you. Um, we could get you a restraining order so your dad can't talk to you. And, and he's... Ricky's like, that won't stop my dad. He'll do whatever yeah, he's to get like, to me. That would stop a law-abiding citizen, but my dad is not one of those. <laughs> like, fair. Um, Adrian's like, what did your dad do? Like, what happened that you said that, you know, he, you sent him to jail, but like, what did he do bad, you know? And he lies and says that his dad robbed somebody. I mean, it might not be a lie, but. I mean, I'm not- sure he did at some point. I'm sure he did. He's a slime ball. Um... So then we are with Grace. He's talking to Grace and she's upset about why he's so angry with his dad. She's like, you scared me and he scared me. And I was scared because um, she was like, you were almost going to hit him. Like that was scary to see you so angry. And Ricky tells Grace that his dad hit him and blames his mom for being too high to stop him, which I was like, 
woof. There's a lot going on <laughs> There's here. There's a lot of layers there. And just as a, like, you you know, when it's more complicated than that, I think yeah. people think their parents have more power. Because if she was getting abused, too. Yeah, then there's nothing that. There's, it was, it, it's more complicated than, but, you know, when you're a kid, you're like. You're like, my mom could stop this. And she no. don't. <laughs> Um, especially she's on drugs, probably partially to cope with creepy yeah. Bob. Oh, Bob. Oh, Bob. So suddenly, Amy appears. <laughs> she's like, can I talk to you? Yeah. Um, so they're talking and Ricky's like, I hate that everyone feels sorry for me. Um, and it, he, she tells Ricky that she told the parents, basically, about the abuse. Um, he's like, Y'all can't keep a secret, huh? <laughs> I mean, fair. Very fair. So Ricky Because I don't even think that Ricky knew that Amy knew. Yeah, because Lauren had told... He, yeah, he, he, he was thought, like, He's oh. like, did Lauren tell you? Um, which I was like, Lauren shouldn't have told Amy, honestly. No. Um, I feel like something that personal... It's is, super personal. ...is Ricky's thing to share if he wants to share it. Because yeah. it's like... Lauren figured it out, so Ricky told her, but then Lauren spread it to Amy, who spread it to her parents, who are probably going to spread it. Are probably going to spread it at least to, like... And I understand why she told her parents to defend Ricky, kind of, of, like, why she believes Ricky, but still, it's, like... When Amy also told Ben... And oh, Ben yeah, is not they known were researching for it. Yeah. keeping secrets. So it's no, like... None of them are. None of these people keep a secret. Exactly. Two can keep a secret if one of them are dead. Pretty little liars. <laughs> That's correct. I remember that from the promos. So. <clears throat> we... They're talking about the baby. Um, Amy brings up the adoption and wants to know if Ricky would be on board with them adopting like giving the baby up for adoption and Ricky wants them to take care of the baby together. He's like, why can't you just take care of the baby and I'll see it on the weekends. He's, he's pulling a major Amy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and he's like, well, I'm not going to go along with the adoption because I want us to do it. Um, so then we see Anne and she is having tea or coffee with Reverend Stone. Yes. She took his card and she called him up. And she's talking about the baby, and he's asking her kind of like, what do you want? Like, what's up with you, girl? And (laughs) I was just listening to her, and the show went the same way, I thought, because I was like, Anne sounds exactly like Amy. Like, they both have not a clue what to actually... She's like, I want to get a job, but, like, not, like, too hard, and also (laughs) I want to be able to go back to school, but I don't want to pay any money for it, and that's it. And I want to be an architect. No. I mean, architect, and that takes little to no schooling, right? And she, yeah, because he's like, so what did you go to, you went to school for architect? And she's like, I went for women's studies, and I didn't finish. She's like, I went for women's studies. I'm like, that's not something to be ashamed of. Well, apparently it is for George, so maybe she's afraid he's going to make fun of her, too. Imagine Um, talking to a reverend about your choices and he laughs at you. That would be so horrible. That would be rough, but I wouldn't put it past the show. That's fair. (laughs) Um, He's pretty supportive sounding, though. Yeah, he sounds great. He's, like, being pretty nice. Well, and he offers to help find her a job. He's like, I'll talk to some people in the church if anybody has an architect firm or they know someone and see if we can get you a job. Which I'm like, it's very nice considering that like they have never gone to that church. Like they're not members of that church. And they didn't reach out to him. He was reaching out to them. Yeah, he showed up and was like, I want to help. Yeah. Um, So he also knows some, they're talking about the adoption for the baby. And he's like, well, I might know some nice couples in the church who might be looking for a baby, you know? And she's like, that would be great. Like, we don't know if we're going to, like, if she's going to let the baby up for adoption, but I want her to have options. I'm always looking for a baby. I'm not going to adopt one, but... I'm on the hunt. I just want to look for one. (laughs) I'm in in the bushes, and I'm like, is there a baby around here? (laughs) Just look. That's on brand for me. Um, so we're back at school. Ricky and Jack have a little man chat. Um, and Jack... Not much really comes out of this conversation, except that Jack seems to know that Ricky and Adrian are still boinking. boinking. Boink, boink. <laughs> um, so then we go to Melina's office and Jack has received a note about possible community service Ooh. for his ID troubles. <laughs> yes. Um, and Melina's like, well, I have a kid you can mentor and here's the address. And he's like, great. And he looks at it. He's like, you're going to give me a gun to go here? 
because it's gang neighborhood. I'm like, so problematic. Oh, oh, Jack. And he's like, you're going to be fine. Don't he's be a like, baby. Yes. Um. Also, did you catch what Mark said at the said? end of the conversation? So Jack, he's like, you're going to be fine, blah, blah, blah. And then he, Jack walks out of the room and Mark goes, it's better than marrying the wrong person. Like to himself. I yeah. Like, Is everyone okay? I'm like, we're getting a lot of like... We, we aren't really seeing Melina much, but we can... We're getting glimpses of, like, an existential crisis. Melina is going through it. Why did he get married to a girl I don't if know. he thinks she's crazy? He's having a breakdown. I think he's going to cut bangs soon. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel that coming. I can just see into the future. We're going to see Mark Melina with bangs. <laughs> like, straight white bangs. Yes. Just, like, clunky clip-ons. Yes. Um. So... Amy, we're back, maybe home, who knows. We're at the Jurgenses. Amy's having a hard time finding a job. Because um, there are no jobs for 15-year-olds that offer health insurance, Yeah, Amy. literally zero. And especially when you're already pregnant. They're not going to be like, oh, oh we great, pay we'll pay for, for your baby. Great, you're 15. Cool. Um, and she's being kind of sassy, She's because Anne is like, well... You know, like, I don't want to make your decision for you about the adoption. And she's like, well, you're making the decision for me since you aren't going to take care of... You're not going to keep, keep the, baby. the baby for me. Yeah. I'm having a baby. I'm having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just got to get that in. Um, and so after Anne's lesson with Reverend Stone about being a little more realistic with goals, she's like, you know, you're a lot like me, Amy. Um, you're a dreamer, whatever. <laughs> you don't want to be disturbed by life. Yeah. Like, yeah, who does? Yeah, not really anybody. Um, she's like, I can't just wait, just like, I can't wake up and just be an architect, you know? You're gonna have to make decisions in this and make a choice or whatever. And Amy's like, you could be an architect tomorrow if you want. You're, you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's kind of supportive, but dumb. <laughs> she really can't do that but thanks amy i would love that on a t-shirt supportive but dumb <laughs> i'd wear that, that to every show anybody i ever knew was in like, like they're doing a like a, a musical and i'm just like i'm here i'm supporting and so dumb <laughs> uh, accurate so then they don't want to be disturbed by life but Anne's like you know what life is all about change baby baby literally <laughs> <laughs> baby um so they have a heart to heart and they're, they're like oh we're i'm here for you you're here for me i'm here for you and whatever <laughs> i'm sure they're crying at the yes, end probably it's very supportive and cute um then we are somewhere it's the parking lot of adrian's condo thank you location I'm you're here. my google maps <laughs> i'm here to tell you where we are and ricky's getting into his car and his dad shows up da 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 and Ricky's like, you shouldn't be within 300 feet because apparently his foster parents have went and got, they went and got the restraining order. Yes. Good for them. Um, it's not too hard of a process, but it is like two steps. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you don't need a lawyer to do it though. Fun fact. Good. You don't need Adrian's dad. Fuck that guy. Um, Never. And Ruben creepy. Is and if Bob couldn't get creepier, he propositions the selling of his unborn baby. I, like, does that mean, like, I couldn't tell if he meant, like, oh, there are couples that would want to buy, a, like, slip us money for the baby, or if it was, like, literally, like, a human trafficking, trafficking situation. I, I couldn't I tell like, either. I'm freaked out Either by way, it's gross, but, yeah, I couldn't, it seemed to me more like that a couple would pay for right the adoption and, like, everything, but... Who knows with Bob. Bob wants a cut of the baby money. When he, yeah. I would also like a cut of the baby money. Me too. Why aren't we making money off this baby? <laughs> um, so Ricky is upset. And then it's over. Yeah, and then it's it. Cliffhanger. Cliff what will hang. happen? Will Bob steal the baby from and, the womb? And we actually got a different ending. Um, like a little PSA. PSA from... from Darren Kagasoff. That's his what name. A, <laughs> My friend. It comes, it just slides off the tongue. Yes. Kagasoff. And he, instead of Amy telling parents to talk to their kids about sex, it's Ricky telling people that if they've been abused, it's not their fault and there's a hotline. So that was nice. And it was specifically a hotline um, for boys. For boys. Uh, and yes. I was like, I was like, oh, topical and good. Um, 
So, That's today, it. my only good person of the episode oh, is no. Tom. <laughs> um, As he, usual. He, Tom made a mistake, and he did his best he to fix it. He owned up for it. Yeah. Which not and, anyone in the show ever does. No. He's like, I screwed up. And also, he was being very caring about his sister, and I thought that was sweet. And my worst person of the episode is Bob. Because he's a slime bag. He's awful. That's very I'm true. afraid of Bob, and like... I actively know that this is just a TV show and I'm still afraid of him. <laughs> he's I'm like, really, he, he, he's he gonna a, come here. He does a good job of being really scary and like yes. menacing without being cartoony. Because he's playing it very jovial, like he's like a fun guy. Yeah. But he's very menacing right underneath the surface. Do you have a rating for this episode? Um, I <laughs> did 3.8 out of 5 Grace Screams. <gasps> Oh my god! Is that what you put? I did three out of five irritating screams. <laughs> <laughs> this is becoming we're it's becoming insane. We're, we're sharing one brain now. We are one brain. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good episode. I think it sets up. It a sets lot up of the next episode really well. Yeah, and I think it's setting up the adoption option. The do- it's so, so adoption fun to say. option. <laughs> um, and I think it's setting up like obviously it's setting up stuff for Bob, Bob to come back and, Ricky. and yeah. Um kind of still in the like grace and ricky boat like we're still kind of like staying in with some of the same plot lines but we are setting up some new ones so i think that that's good and i think the performances are all good too yeah we have some good acting in this episode i'd say yes and we meet um new new people which was is always kind of exciting because we met reverend stone and we meet bob Oh, Bob. Bob. Yes. I do love Reverend Stone. He's very sweet. I'm, like, suspicious of him, um, but he might just be nice. (laughs) (laughs) She's so suspicious of nice people. That's, well, he just, I'm like, hmm, a man. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm, a white man. You are going to do something (laughs) bad, I can tell. (laughs) I mean, the white men in this show don't really set up a good track record. They really don't. Um... So, yeah. Do you have a recommendation for I, this week? I I do. I sure do. So, um, I bought a Nintendo Switch a while, like a year or so ago, which I would highly recommend if you can. But a game on that is um, Tetris 99, and it's so fun. I play every night before bed, and it makes me real riled up before I try to go to sleep, <laughs> which is not great. Maybe you Oop. should play in the morning. To wake me up. <laughs> so what the game, the concept is, it's just normal Tetris, except you're competing live against 99, 90, I don't know if there's 100 people total, or if it's 99 total. You might be competing against 99 people, and you're the 100th. Oh. Um, so as you get combos and stuff, you are sending attacks to other people, and they're sending attacks at you, and you're trying to survive the longest. It's oh. so fun. I, I kind like, of wondered if we should get a Switch or not. I love it. Especially I, when they come out with Animal Crossing for ooh, the Switch. Game over. My recommendation is any iteration of Animal Crossing, and oh that's gosh. it. Because I have loved Animal Crossing since 2005. If the, if we do... If, if we do... <laughs> Um, I know that you used to be able to visit other people's town, and we could visit each other's towns, and it would be so cute. I like um, that you said, if we do, like, we do. you, me, and Daniel will make that financial decision together <laughs> on whether to buy a Switch. Listen, my vote's yes! You guys buy a Switch! We'll see. It would be fun, I think. I mean, I, listen. I was kind of implying that if I buy it and you oh. guys buy it. Well, I do have a 2005 Nintendo DS. <laughs> What'll that get me? <laughs> five dollars um and one one ricky baby <laughs> Ew. so yeah do you have a wreck it's animal crossing animal crossing yes. any iteration of animal crossing it's is such a good a plus game. in my book so st- and also i just bought stardew valley it's good which is very similar to animal crossing it's i don't really more complicated understand how to play it for the most part i've started it like three times and i just keep getting and like the thing about stardew valley is that it's very fun but they give you no instructions yeah when you start the game they're like here's your farm and that's it and you're yeah like, oh, yeah i used to do something i like pulled up like a kind of a begin how to begin yeah. the game and that really helped me but yeah. it's very fun it is very fun. I bought that uh, during the Steam sale. Ooh, I'm a hardcore gamer. So. I'm sorry. I play Sims and Stardew Valley. So I'm and Animal Crossing gamer. and various medical games on my phone. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, a hardcore gamer. So you all know what to do. Go and 
get get crazy get games oh <laughs> get games and get crazy yes um so that that's it for this week y'all. we did it we, we recorded a podcast i'm so proud of us it um, was a lot of work <laughs> next week we will be back with season one episode 15 that's the, enough of that oh that's the name of it yeah sorry <laughs> i thought you were scolding me. no I, <laughs> I thought it would be like, ah. like oh i guess i'm done um stop talking <laughs> so we'll be back next week um please follow us on twitter and instagram Instagram. It's pdmmwt underscore podcast. Yee. You can send us an email at kateandclaire at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and we, your weird stories. Tell us a weird story because we love them. <laughs> we, we just want to that stuff up. Just let us scream. <laughs> That's all we want. We do love screaming. Uh, yeah. So if you like our show, please rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, tell an enemy maybe. Yes. If you hate it, tell an enemy. If you love it, tell tell, an tell everyone. Ha ha ha. Tell all your family and your friends. Unless they're weird. No, if they're if weird. If they're weird, they'll probably like it too. They'll probably like it. All Great. Right. Well. Have a happy rest of your life. life. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, folks. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Why are there so many white men? Because white men like race. And starting businesses that are don't do anything. It's a startup. Jack's dad is dead. God damn it. Jack's dad is dead. Jack's dad is dead. Jack's dad is dead. Jack's dad is dead.